Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, my Rebel Energy listeners. I am so excited to have you guys back. And this season has meant so much to me. Because of you all, it's given me the courage to be open and vulnerable about things that I really never thought that I would be comfortable totally putting out there. And even last week, with the last week's episode, I received so many messages from women saying, hey, I also experienced a miscarriage or I haven't experienced a miscarriage, but, you know, it was really brave of you to share that. So I kind of know, you know, how to help my friends if they ever experience that, you know, moving forward. And it just, it really, really meant a lot. So I know we've talked a lot about things that I've gone through, you know, trying to be relatable to you guys, but I also want to talk about my real life clients that I have right now and kind of flip the script a little bit of not only, hey, here's how you overcome things that, you know, people are doing to you or saying to you or, you know, things that you're not in control of. Now I want to talk about in this episode of how to overcome the internal struggle that you may have in the way that you treat yourself or the way that you talk to yourself. Now, one of my current Rock Solid Academy clients sent a Voxer note last week, and she was really upset and crying because she said, I am always everyone else's biggest cheerleader, but for whatever reason, when it comes to me and my business, I just really struggle to cheer myself on. And I know that there's so many of you out there that are experiencing the same thing. And to better help her, you know, I asked her a few different questions of like, okay, you know, let's talk this out. Where do you think this comes from? And she also was in a abusive marriage for many years and also had a very strict upbringing, you know, grew up in a religious home and, and things like that. And so we work through that together. But seeing this amazing woman who is, you know, a mom to four, has overcome so much in her life. She shared so much with me and just seeing her break down like that. Like she takes me in Facebook groups and gives me shout outs all the time. And it really made me think of why is it easier for us to cheer on other people? But when it comes to maybe our business or our life, we really struggle with that. Now, obviously, right, I just share with you about why she personally struggles with that. But that's something I want you guys to think about. And so after digging in a little bit deeper, I wanted her to write out everything, just the exercise I gave you guys a few weeks ago, writing out everything that was going through her head, her thoughts, right? Like maybe my business is failing or I can't be a virtual assistant because I haven't landed any clients yet, et cetera, et cetera. And then I told her to write next to it the actual truth. But after talking with her and obviously doing years and years of work on my mindset as well, too, 
I it really helped me peel back those layers. So money mindset was something I struggled with so much as a new virtual assistant. It was crazy. And so what my mindset coach then did with me is had me write down my earliest memory about money. And I learned after journaling every day, writing out those memories, peeling back those layers on that, I like really understood where that fear came from. And so I want you guys to know that doing mindset work, it's not going to be this overnight thing. You're not just going to have this epiphany after journaling one time. Maybe you will. For me, I really did. I was like, holy cow, like, you know, the money mindset that I used to have back then was my fear around money and thinking, you know, I'm never going to have enough of it. And it always came from growing up and hearing my parents fighting about money. They were really young. They had kids really young. We grew up poor. And so that's where a lot of my money mindset issues stemmed from. So just like with money mindset, there's other mindset that we can have as well. Lacking the confidence, not feeling like we have the ability to be a virtual assistant, not believing in ourselves, being afraid to just go out there and try something new and failing. I hear that a lot from people that they have this perfectionism trait. Everything needs to be perfect, which again, that used to be me as well too. And I understood where that came from. It was always trying to please my parents. And I didn't really get a lot of pressure from my parents. I think it was just kind of the way that I was born of just wanting to make them proud of me, you know, make them feel like they did a good job in raising me. And so I realized that pressure didn't come from anybody else, but from myself. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. So another thing that I experienced with one of our Rock Salt Academy clients a week or so ago was her coach told me that she was really struggling with like actually doing the steps that she was given in Rock Salt Academy. And so, you know, obviously I reached out to her to get a little bit more information, you know, like what's going on and talk to the client myself. And she had this mindset of, you know, one of the things that she needed to be doing was she was outsourcing everything in her virtual assistant business. I'm not creative enough. I don't know how to write content. I don't know how to reach out, you know, in the DMs, et cetera, et cetera. And so I had to tell her that all, all of us don't know what we're doing when we're first starting out. That's why she invested in Rock Salt Academy. The other thing too, financially, it doesn't make any sense to bring on someone and outsource something if you're not making that much money in your own VA business. But not only that, as she grows her team and she has actually done that work herself, how is she going to properly train a virtual assistant? How is she going to be able to scale her business if she doesn't know how to write a piece of content, if she doesn't know how to talk to people in the DMs, right? She's doing herself a disservice. And I realize it's because she doesn't have that confidence piece that she can actually do the things that we are trying to get her to do and actually teaching her how to do it. She wasn't being coachable and she was wanting to go and do things on her own terms, which again, right, 
that is exactly like what you can do. It's your business at the end of the day. You can do whatever you want. But if you're investing in a program and your coach is telling you not to do specific things or, you know, X, Y, Z is going to happen or is going to occur, et cetera, et cetera, you're just not going to get the results that you want. And obviously, we want our clients to get amazing results. And so as a coach and seeing that, I realized we needed a mindset slash confidence coach to come and talk to the Rock Salt Academy clients ASAP. Yes, I've done things that worked for myself, but that is not my zone of genius. That is not my specific expertise. And I just really felt like we needed someone where this is exactly what they do and they can give my clients a different perspective when it comes to believing in themselves. And honestly, mindset work like this can be applicable to no matter what you're doing in life. So a lot of you guys know I've been doing the carnivore diet. And it's not the fact that it's a carnivore diet. I've been struggling for the last couple of years to just even get in the right mindset about losing weight in general, which I've never experienced before. Before 2020, I was always in shape, loved to work out, was always very conscious about like what I was eating and all that. So I've actually been doing a ton of mindset work myself to really figure out, okay, like where is this coming from? And what I realized is that I am, it goes one of two ways. I'm either an emotional eater or like I don't eat at all if I'm like super stressed. It really depends on the kind of stress that I am experiencing. Like when I was going through my divorce, I would just not eat. Now that I like have more of like the work stress, I eat any and eat, especially when I'm extremely stressed out. And so I've been having to peel back those layers as well too. And it's almost, if you guys remember, on the last episode, I was talking about my miscarriage, about, you know, how I was upset with my body. And so I gained like 15 pounds. I was basically punishing my body and quit working out. I was just eating like crap. I wasn't sitting there going, okay, I'm super pissed at you, body, for, you know, making me, me miscarry. So like I'm going to eat and gain a ton of weight. That's not how that works, right? But it's that subconscious piece that we forget about a lot of times. And so how we feel about ourselves is how we're going to talk to ourselves in our mind and how we're going to treat our bodies as well, too. So if you look at people, I don't know if you guys ever watched like Intervention or Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. Oh, my gosh. I love Dr. Drew when I was younger. <laughs> and, you know, watching those, it, it really, even though they're like famous actors right on there or like an intervention. It all stems from things that they endured like as a child a lot of times or maybe like early adulthood. So maybe being physically or sexually abused as a child or, you know, not having the confidence. Maybe their parents were like abusive to them. And so because they didn't work through these different mindset issues then or even like talk about the pain that they went through, it's not like they sat there and like, okay, you know, I got physically abused as a child, so I'm going to sit here and do drugs. But again, it's that subconscious piece of I am not worthy of success. I am not worthy, you know, sadly of living. And so you can see that in the way that they treat themselves. And also too, just imagine of like what's going through their head of like how they're talking to themselves as well too. So yes, even though you know, five years ago, I was in amazing shape and I worked out and, you know, all that great stuff. If you knew how I was talking to self 
in my head. It was not healthy. It was not good. And so it all is interconnected of the self-worth and value that you feel that you have. So like with my first Rock Solid Academy client I was talking about, you know, where she was cheering for everybody else but not herself, really that stems down to everyone else is worthy of success or clients, but I am not. And so how do you think that translates into the DMs, right? It's coming from that place of that scarcity mindset. And I see it way too often where we like self-sabotage. So for example, even this morning, I was supposed to have a, a discovery call with a client that was really wanting to join Rock Salt Academy. And she reached out to me and she said, you know, I talked with my husband and he just feels like it's not the best time right now. He feels that I just have too much on my plate. And guys, that really, I, I hear that all the time. And it triggers me for a couple of different reasons. And I want to preface this by saying, I know I'm not in your marriage. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, right? So I'm not making those like big assumptions of like, oh my gosh, your husband's a total asshole, <laughs> right? I don't think that's happening. I think like 90% of the time, that's not what's happening. But you and I both know there's two things happening. Number one, Maybe they're in like a marriage. And again, you do you, you do you. Okay. But maybe in their marriage, like the husband does have the last decision making, right? Where maybe they did discuss it together. They weighed the pros and cons. You know, maybe she did want to join RSA and then he was like, no, not happening. And she was like, okay, again, no judgments, right? But here's what I feel like is really happening. And this is the other option that they are using their husband as a scapegoat so that way they don't really have any accountability for not finding the success that they're wanting in their virtual assistant business. And here's what I mean by that. Maybe they were talking, you know, and he's like, well, you know, I know you've gotten a lot on your plate. You're going to be having a baby soon. Maybe this isn't the best time to go and do that. And maybe she's like, oh my gosh, she doesn't believe in me. Maybe that makes her doubt herself, even though he's coming from a place of caring because he doesn't want her to get burned out. Maybe she's thinking, okay, he's got a point, et cetera, et cetera. But I think what happens a lot of times in that situation is that they're like, okay, because he's not like counting on me to actually get this up and going, there's no accountability piece there. Does that make sense, you guys? So it's going to be easier for me, even though I do want this, but I'm too afraid. I'm just going to go and say that my husband won't let me or you know, my husband doesn't think it's the best time or my husband thinks that right now it's not financially smart to go and do this, even though maybe he really did say, hey, do what you want to do. You know, just think about maybe it's not the best time, but if you want to go ahead and do it, I'll be supportive, right? And so when I hear women saying that, I know that they're just trying to keep themselves safe. They are trying to keep themselves in that comfort zone and they're using him being supportive, but maybe giving her a couple of different things to think about before, you know, rushing in and joining something. And it's not making them actually move forward in their virtual assistant business, which makes me really sad. I really do hope that all these husbands are not just like, I said no, and that's the way it is, right? Like, I would like to think that every marriage is a little bit of give and take. But I also know, too, that it is a big decision. And you guys already know 
on those calls when they're like, hey, I need to talk to my husband first, I'm always 110% supportive. Because that's what I don't want happening is someone joining Rock Salt Academy, you know, their husband getting super upset and them having to back out or, you know, causing any issues like that. But at the end of the day, you need to be honest with yourself and really look at, okay, is it my husband, you know, telling me no or being controlling or whatever that may look like? Or is it really me just making excuses for myself so that way I don't have to be held accountable and actually go out and do the scary thing, which is chasing my freaking dream of making this virtual assistant business happen. Now, the second RSA client that I talked about earlier, where, you know, she was like, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. The hard conversation that I had with her was, hey, I get it. And I actually sent her a screenshot of my old posts, like my old graphics. You guys, if you guys scroll back, clear back, my graphic that I would do was like a quote copied onto like a burnt orange color. Like that was it. I am not creative. I'm not, I mean, I, I, I can be creative, right? When it comes to like the artistic graphic design piece of it, I'm like, no, I need to see examples. My brain just doesn't work that way usually. However, I told her, hey, I totally get it. I understand that you might be feeling like, I don't know how to talk to people in DMs. Hello, that's why you invested in Rock Solid Academy. We show you how to go and do that. And so I told her to choose her hard. You know, staying in an unhappy marriage is hard, but so is getting a divorce. Going out and, you know, being obese is hard, but so is losing weight. And so that's what I told her. I said, you know, you haven't gotten those clients that you're wanting. And so, you know, just like when I talk about path A and path B, path A is going to be hard, right? Because you're trying to perfect a resume and a portfolio and this and that. But path B, although it's, you know, you're going to get quicker results, it's, it's hard in its own way as well too. Because I'm making you get out there and talk to your ideal clients and do the market research and do things that like you're not used to doing, right? Where, you know, if all you've known is the corporate life and working a nine to five, that's all that you know, right? That's your comfort zone. That's your safety. It's going out, perfecting your resume, perfecting, you know, X, Y, and Z and trying to get clients that way and like letting them come to you. They're both hard, but you need to choose your heart. And so I want you guys to look at the excuses, the bullshit fucking excuses that you are telling yourself. And I want you to work through them by journaling. Guys, journaling is amazing. I'm not going to lie. For me, I'd much rather type things out. I have terrible handwriting. I love the idea of like the old fashioned like pen and paper. I guess too, sometimes I do journal just because I know no one else can read my crappy, crappy handwriting. But sometimes if I'm feeling really pissed off and I'm just needing to vent and get things out, I will just go and like type things out of my computer. But however you do it, I want you guys to just get out. Maybe there's an exercise that I've had my clients do in the past too, where everything that they're feeling in that moment, I just had them write down actual words like pissed off or, you know, unworthy or lacking confidence, anything like that. And just go and write and like brain dump all of that out and then work through it that way as well too. But at the end of the day, I want you guys to remember that you are all worthy. You are all capable. I am no one special. If you look at all of my clients that have had wins of any kind, right, we're all special in our own way. But it's not like anything's ever given to us. It's not like we woke up one day 
and we were just making amazing money. I am like just like your next door neighbor, right? Like I am not a freaking celebrity. I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth, anything like that. I am just a mom that wanted to spend more time with her kids and was sick and tired of other people telling me what I was capable of doing. And then I wanted to bust out of that and actually show the world what I was capable of achieving myself. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. And I want you guys to start to practice to talk more nicely to yourselves as well too. So even if it's like, I do this too, guys, or I'm like, oh my God, I just feel like such a fat cow today, right? Or, oh my gosh, like I just freaking suck. I let something fall through the cracks. Or maybe you messed up on something in your business, whatever it may be. Maybe you lost your temper at your kids. I want you guys to start giving yourself grace and be kinder to yourself inside as well and treating yourself the way that you deserve. So I will talk with you guys again soon next week. Thank you so much for tuning in, Rebels. And until next time. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.